and thanks for listening to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey, and our guest today is Dr. Larry Steckel. How are you, Larry? I'm good. Good morning. When Larry's here, our topic is obviously weed control. And uh, Larry, this may be the first year in a while that herbicide drift has not comprised the majority of your calls. Yeah, so yeah, the, my biggest calls this year has not been drift. So the, for the first time in a long time, I felt more like a weed scientist because people are asking how to control weeds and not come look at drifts. So you know, early on, in fact, most of the spring was dominated by lack of grass control. And, you know, the research we've done on that would, would suggest one of the biggest drivers has been antagonism. Mm-hmm. To where adding dicamba to the tank with Roundup is, is hindering the Roundup enough that we're not getting good control of several different grass species. So that's been one of the bigger calls. And then we see a little bit of a weed shift. So uh, prickly cider, I guess I should have saw it coming, uh, but a lot of calls on it missing. But if you really look like our weed control manual, uh, PV1580, on a 1 to 10 scale, with 10 being complete kill, uh, we only have it listed as a 5 Roundup, so it was never very good on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dicamba isn't any better. Uh, if you look at it on the, on the pasture section, it's, it's listed as a 5. So it's just, you're going to hinder it for a couple week, for a week or so, and then it's just going to come on. So that one's really, those two, the grasses and prickly cider have been very, very common problems. And, and pigweed here here at the end of the summer, is it's an issue again. It is. It's, it's poking up in some fields for the first time since the Extend system has been, been utilized. And, of course, we're all in on Extend. I, we're probably 95 97% soybeans are Extend, and 90% probably better cotton is Extend. So, um, and so when you start seeing pigweed poke up in these fields, I didn't see that in 18, and I didn't see it in 17. So... Very noticeable this year in, in fields. Now, I'm not saying our weed control is bad. It's not. It's better than it was t- 10 years ago, but it's not as good as it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's causing this? Is this a resistance thing, or is this just due to weather, this crazy weather year that we've had? I, I think the weather's certainly got something to do with it. A lot of it seems like it's rained every other day most of the summer. So that's conducive to repeated flushes and walking in a lot of these fields I've stepped down a number of them here in the last two weeks uh, some of that clearly is what's happened so you can tell you know that the Palmer amaranth hasn't been hit with dicamba it's growing straight and true and doesn't look like it was ever hit so some of it has avoided it uh, but some of it I, clearly has been hit by dicamba and I've seen that in a number of fields where uh, you get the bend uh, in, in the plant growth where it grows sideways for oh a week or so Usually it takes out the apical meristem and you get a lot of lateral branching out from underneath. That seems what way it avoids it. Now we've seen it do that in past years uh, where Palmer's gotten away from an application, but it kind of grows sideways. It's really sickly. And particularly in soybeans, it seems like, you know, those narrow row soybeans, we shade them out and, and they die. Uh, that hasn't been the case near as often this year. I'm seeing a lot of the, those ones that were sickly, uh, if they haven't come back with another application of something to kill them, uh, they're actually starting to regrow and look like a regular Palmer pigweed poking up through the soybean or, or cotton canopy this year. Is there a solution to this as far as hitting these pigweeds that look like they haven't been touched by dicamba? So, yeah, I think clearly the fields where you're seeing a lot of these grow up is where they've just been sprayed one time. Uh, and, and folks have just, and actually the past two years in soybeans, it's worked. I really haven't had those sickly palmer that maybe didn't die from that first application really never poked their head back through the canopy to any extent. This year they are. Uh, so I think going forward, we're going to have to just figure on two applications, even in soybeans. And a lot of folks have 
last couple of years have gotten away with just spraying once. Um, and that typically, and in cotton, uh, you see more double applications, so we don't see quite the Palmer pigweed issues in cotton because of that. Now we see a lot of grass issues, but we haven't seen a lot of Palmer issues, so we're, we are spraying it. The other thing is, uh, I'm hoping next year, the Extend soybeans, a lot of them will also have liberty tolerance. That should be on the horizon. Um, and if that's the case, then they could come back with Liberty on that second application, which is really a good compliment and not having to spray dicamba yet again. Because, uh, you know, as you well know, if you have the weather just right and the wind just in a certain direction, it's hard enough to do that once, let alone twice. Yeah. I, I've heard this said, and I'm sure you have too, but that the nozzles we're using are not doing us any favors. And, and what, what do you say to that argument? So, yeah, I've heard that too. And, you know, we've gone back and kind of revisited it, actually looking at the nozzles. Uh, I haven't, again, seen a difference in control with dicamba on, on Palmer pigweed uh, compared to a flat fan, say, compared to, um, you know, a TTI. Um, those, I've gotten equal control as long as I'm at 15 gallons per acre. I really haven't seen a difference. Where I have seen a difference is on the grasses, mm -hmm. uh, and that's getting back with Roundup. Um, and it looks to me, going into next year on our grass control, which again is going to be our biggest problem problem going into these ex extend crops, is going to be separating out the applications. We're going to have to use a, a grass application that's either Roundup and Select, and then come back with, say, a, a dicamba later uh, to take out the pigweed. So... If, if we're going to be serious about getting grass control, we're going to have to separate out those applications. And if you're going out with a separate application, you might as well go back to the flat fan nozzles on, on using Roundup. But you still say that even though weed control in 2019 isn't as good as it has been the past two years, it's not as bad as it was 10 years ago. Oh, it's not even close. Yeah, no, we, we just don't have field after field that are grown up messes and people throwing their hands up. Um, so no, but it, it seems to me we're seeing some slippage this year mm -hmm. and whether it's due to weather or, you know, maybe some tolerance starting to develop in pigweed here in this state, I don't know. That's something we're, we're going to look at this winter as far as doing investigations of some of these pigweed from some of these fields that we're seeing significant escapes in. Um, but I'm just very gun shy anymore when I walk into some of these fields that were just I walked in some fields this year that were grown up and wrapped up in Palmer pigweed. Uh, they looked a lot like the first Roundup resistant fields I walked into back in 2008 um, that, or 2011 when they really got grown up or the first Flexstar resistant fields we saw just a few years ago. So when they start looking like that, then I, it really gets my attention. So your big recommendations, I guess, for next year, the two post applications and then doing a separate application for your grass control. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if, how many people are going to adjust it or be able to do that. I uh, talked to a number of growers that actually used some of our recommendations this year and broke out the applications. One of them said he never knew Roundup worked that well. <laughs> it was killing all his grasses. He goes, it was even killing Nuts Edge. He's never seen it kill Nuts Edge. So... I think some folks are starting to see the value as far as weed control. It's just, it's easy for me to tell folks to do that, but it's hard to do uh, logistically uh, when you're trying to farm several thousand acres of soybeans and cotton across a bunch of counties. All right. Any other closing thoughts? No, I think we're, uh, <laughs> we had a very unique long growing season. What our spring, uh, spring planting season ended here in August, I guess. <laughs> so so I, I think it's going to be the fall harvest season is going to be long and lengthy as well. Yeah, so, Merry Christmas, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, everybody hang in there.
Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. And of course, thank you for listening out there to Call of the Week. And we'll talk next week.